Today's episode is part of the live VA 101 series that I'm rolling out this week in celebration of the support squad membership being open for enrollment. Every day this week, I'm going live inside the support squad hangout to share a different part of the virtual assistant journey and all of the basics that you need to know about each phase of starting a virtual assistant business. So if you haven't joined the support squad hangout yet, please do that now. It's my free Facebook group and I would love to invite you in so that you can check out these lives each day of the week. Um, And just so you know, the recordings for the podcast this week are coming straight from those lives. I am not editing anything out, so you'll have to hear some of my awkward moments um, going live, but the content is still super valuable and I'm excited to share what a virtual assistant business can do for you and also how the support squad membership community can support you along each phase of your journey. So enjoy. You're listening to the Support Squad podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. I'm going to give it just a second to make sure the stream is connected and we are all good. Awesome. Looks like we are all good. Welcome, welcome. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I had the best weekend ever. It was me and my husband's um, 11 year wedding or wedding 11 years together um, (laughs) anniversary and we had the best time. We got to go on a date. My sister watched the kids. It was amazing. And another really special thing that's been going on. um, Of course, you've probably heard by now, I have opened the doors of the support squad membership after we've been shut down to new enrollments for the last five months. The doors are now open. And over the last week, I have we have welcomed in, I think, 23 new um, service providers into our community. And I'm really, really excited about the energy that I'm feeling in the group right now. We've added some awesome new features and I can tell we're just entering a new phase that's going to be so exciting and so um, amazing for everyone involved. And with all of this like good feeling, great energy, um, and and actually having a lot of conversations with service providers over the last couple of weeks, I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to do like a live series where I break down kind of the virtual assistant journey, um, kind of all of the basics from launching your business to finding clients, to marketing yourself, um, and then into building those sustainable systems within your business so that you can scale and earn more and more. And um, I thought it would be great just to do a five day live series where I cover all of this stuff Um, for all of you that might be new or for all of you that might be wondering, you know, what's next in your journey as a virtual assistant. So I want to thank everyone who is joining right now. And I'm excited. This is going to be day one of VA 101. And what I'm going to be sharing today is the basics of launching your business. Um, So we're going to talk about um, business formation. We're going to talk about 
financial and legal foundations, and we're gonna talk about choosing your services. Now, you'll notice that what I'm not mentioning today is the fun stuff, <laughs> like branding, logos, social media, all of that stuff. Because what I find a lot of virtual assistants do is kind of put the cart before the horse in that way. They get really excited about doing all of the, the cute branding, the fun social media graphics, the logos, all of those different things, but they haven't yet built the, the foundation of their business. And so what happens if you don't have that foundation and you're marketing your services, there's going to be a lack of confidence. You're going to be scared to get visible because you're not going to feel like you have a supportive foundation to build your business. And it can spiral out of control really quick because once you start taking on clients, you're going to find that you have a lot less time to go back and fix those foundations that the foundational pieces that you should have in place from the beginning. So today I'm cutting out the fluff. We're not going to talk about marketing and branding until later on in the week. Today I want to talk about those foundational pieces that are going to make you feel supported as you're getting started. So the other thing I find with these foundational pieces is that to a lot of people, they sound really intimidating because when we're talking about finances and we're talking about legal, like those are big, scary words. But the process is actually simple. I find that most of the steps that I'm going to talk about today can be done like in the course of a week at most, maybe even in a couple of days if you really get things in motion. And what's really important with this stuff is not to let, let these tasks start to feel so daunting that we don't get started. It's really important to right off the bat, just start making a plan, start holding ourselves accountable and start, you know, checking things off the list. So, and the sooner you fly through these foundational kind of forming your business pieces, that's when it starts to get fun. That's when you can start, you know, creating your branding and marketing, but I want to make sure you have this stuff first. Okay. So the first thing is business formation just the basics of um, you know, actually forming your business. And the first thing that I want you guys to do when um, you're getting started is to make sure that you are selecting a launch date and then you're gonna go from there. Guys, before I get too far into this, I'm noticing that some folks are trying to join the group right now. So I wanna make sure to let folks in as they're, as they're wanting to join. Um, okay, cool. And then I also would love for you guys to drop in the chat right now as we're getting started and let me know where you are as far as launching your business. What phase are you in? Are you an established virtual assistant who's already gone through the steps of forming your business? Are you just starting to think about this? Where are you in, in this process and what is feeling overwhelming to you right now. If you could drop in the comments and let me know that. I'm gonna keep an eye on the chat. At the end, I'm gonna go over questions if you guys have them. So feel free to drop those in the chat. And um, all right, now we'll dive in. So I just wanted to, to welcome new folks in and to let you guys know I would love to hear from you. So, okay, when it comes to business formation, the first thing I want you to do when you've decided I'm going to be a virtual assistant. I'm going to start a virtual assistant business. I want you to set a launch date because for a lot of us, we have that dream of like, we're going to do it. We're going to start a business. Maybe someday I'll start to think about it at this time, 
But what I want you to do is decide, this is the day that I'm going to launch my business. When we have that a deadline in mind, it allows us to hold ourselves accountable. And it also makes it easier for us to chunk out all of the different pieces we need to do and start making a plan for it. Because if we just have this vague idea of starting a business, we just see this huge checklist of things that we need to do. What happens is we get so overwhelmed that we never start. So I want you to start by saying, I'm gonna start my virtual assistant business on this date. And when you have that date, you're gonna be able to go through and um, do everything that you need to do to get it done. So um, the second thing, sorry guys, while I'm talking, I'm gonna be letting people in because I sent that email out just before I went live and I wanna make sure everyone gets to catch it. Okay, cool. So. The second thing that you're going to do as you, uh, after you've chosen that launch date, you've decided your end, you're going to choose what kind of business type you're going to go with. Now, if you have joined my free five-day series, Become a, Become a VA, if you haven't joined that, you can sign up at thesupportsquad.com. Um, it's a free five-day series where I break down a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about this week. But um, what you need to do is choose a business type. And there's three kind of business types that you can look at. You can go with a sole proprietorship, which is basically just like you're operating as yourself as a business. And it's pretty simple to do. It makes it really easy come, come tax time because you're just filing as yourself. Um, you can also, um, you can also form your business as an LLC where you're a little more protected, where you're not, um, you know, one in the same as your business, where it's a separate entity, but it's still fairly simple when it comes to filing taxes and things like that. And then there's an S corp. If you plan on growing a team or really expanding your business, that's another option you can look at. Now, um, I'm, I don't want to go too into the nitty gritty of all of this stuff this week. Um, if you want all of the details on that, make sure to, again, <laughs> sign up for that free free series, become a, um, become a VA at thesupportsquad.com. And I break down the differences between all of these to help you decide. So then the second thing you're going to do after you've decided what kind of business you're going to be, I recommend most folks start with an LLC because it gives you that basic amount of protection without, um, you know, making it so complicated as far as taxes are concerned. So that's usually my recommendation for new VAs. And after you've decided how you're going to form your business, the next thing you need to do is figure out what you need to do to register in your state. This is where I see a lot of VAs get frozen and really hung up and really overwhelmed because it's kind of hard to get this information from someone like me that's a virtual assistant coach, you know, internationally because I don't know the specifics of each state and exactly the process in each state. It's usually a lot simpler than you think it is. It's usually just a couple of forms that you need to fill out with your secretary of state to get your business legally formed. What I recommend doing is just looking up how to register an LLC in my state. So Google that. Another thing I also recommend is checking out some of the small business owners in your area and asking them what they did to get set up. So start looking in some of those local business groups, asking questions there. It's usually a lot simpler than you think it is. It sounds scary to register legally with the state. It sounds like it's gonna, you're gonna have to like go somewhere and meet with someone and sign a bunch of different papers. It can usually be done online. It's usually pretty affordable and it's usually a lot more simple than you think it's going to be. So I recommend doing that research 
setting a date that you're going to take care of all of it and just getting it done. Because once you get that done, everything else is going to seem so much less scary and so much simpler. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you've, you know, registered and formed your business legally, you're going to have this boost of like, oh, I'm a real business owner. And that's that first step of confidence that comes with laying a good foundation for your business. All of these foundational pieces that we do, it's not just things that we have to do to launch our business. It also plays into our mindset because with each step that we're building that putting those bricks down of building that foundation, we are getting a little more confident. We're feeling a little more like, oh, okay, I can do this. I, I can be a business owner because like with all things that I found with, with starting a business and running a business, it's only scary until you do it. And you, fi you usually find out that that thing you've been putting off for months, that thing that has seemed so scary and looming over you is often a lot simpler than you think it is. So boost your confidence, you know, check these things off your list and you're going to immediately feel more confident to get started. So then the second part we're going to go into is the financial foundations. So um, a lot of people have a lot of weird stuff around finances. Some of us um, want to hide from our finances. Some of us are just not um, as educated as far as finances. So it's really important that we get really clear and really um, confident about how we're gonna manage our finances from the beginning. And the first step is always, you're gonna start your own, a separate banking account for your business. So if you formed your business, you probably have gotten a tax ID number, or um, if you have a sole proprietorship, you can use your um, social security number to open a business checking account. You wanna make sure you're keeping it all separate. That's like step one of feeling legit and feeling like a real business and it's going to be absolutely necessary come tax time to have all of that stuff um, separate i'm going to just check in with the group real quick to see where ever see how everyone's doing <laughs> oh gosh i can hear myself okay cool Hi everyone, <laughs> just saying hi again. Um, okay, so the next thing you're gonna do is determine how you're gonna be accepting payments. So again, this is something that can seem really overwhelming for a lot of VAs. There's so many options. Usually PayPal is a great option or Stripe. You just wanna make it really easy for your clients to be able to pay you. Through most of these payment services, there's also gonna be a way to invoice them. So it's gonna be really easy right off the bat to invoice folks and get paid. Now, I see a lot of VAs like PayPal has fees and Stripe has fees. And I want to go ahead and tell you any, any um, service that you're using to accept payments, if they're a legitimate, respected service, is probably going to charge some type of fees for each transaction. I want you to prepare yourself that for that. You're also going to work that into just your pricing. That's a cost of doing business. So I would not recommend finding any loopholes or like or like, you know, um, fee free ways of accepting payments, because really this part is so important because it's really important that your clients feel safe and protected when they are doing business with you. So make sure you're using these trusted sources for managing your payments and, um, and, and just work those fees into the cost of doing business. That's just part of it. So don't, don't try to avoid that by doing anything weird, like or like making asking your clients to do bank transfers or trying to use Venmo. Those are not kind of the professional and easy ways that we have of having our clients pay us. So keep it legit, pay those fees. I know it's not fun, but it's part the cost of doing business, part of being a business owner. 
So another thing you're going to want to do is determine how you're going to be tracking your income and expenses. At first, this could be as easy as like a Google sheet. Just keep a spreadsheet of what's coming in and what's going out. Or you could go ahead and meet with a, a, a bookkeeper or an accountant to get them get you set up so someone else is taking care of that for you. Or you can get set up in accounting software like QuickBooks or something. This is, again, where it's really important that you keep your finances separate because it makes it a lot easier when you're tracking your income and expenses. And then the last thing, or one of the last things is you're gonna create a list of your recurring monthly expenses. So that's gonna be things like, um, whatever, you know, is, do you have to pay for your business checking account? You know, do you have a subscription to a CRM that helps you manage your client relationships? Do you have, um, are you paying for a domain name? Are you paying for a website? So start tracking what those monthly expenses are. So you get really clear on how much is going out. So you can be clear on how much profit you're making in your business because, at the beginning of our business, it can feel like, oh, there's all this money coming in, you know, and you kind of feel like all this money coming in is what I'm making, but you have to have a real clear picture of also what you're spending as a business owner so that you can make sure you're staying profitable and set your rates accordingly. So any software that you're using, anything that you're using in your business on a monthly basis, keep track of that and know that that's going to be expense each month. So then the other thing you're going to want to do is set those legal foundations. Um, let me see how everyone's doing. Okay, cool. There's a couple comments. Lindsay, yes, Square is another great um, option for accepting payments and another legit way of accepting those payments. So then, yeah, let's talk about legal foundations. So there's not a lot you have to do legally. You definitely want to make sure that you are protected with a contract whenever you are working with clients. I see a lot of new VAs skip this step. I see a lot of new VAs think that if they send the client a contract that the client is going to be turned off, but it's actually the exact opposite. Having a, uh, a contract as part of your onboarding process with clients makes you seem more trustworthy and legitimate as a business owner. So you're going to have to decide if you want to hire a lawyer to create a contract for you, which is always going to be the recommended way because they're going to make sure that you specifically, you and your business are protected. They're going to get to know you and your services and what you do and what's important to you and create that especially for you. For a lot of new VAs, that's a little out of reach investment wise. And so there are a lot of contract templates available online. So you can kind of decide which route you're going to go, start researching your options as far as getting that contract and have that squared away and then get that client client contract ready to go like in PDF form or again put into a CRM like Dubsado or HoneyBook. I know for a lot of you that are brand new you guys not might not know that term CRM but a CRM is a um, software that you can use to manage each step of your client experience. So onboarding them, um, discovery calls, all of that you can manage within a CRM. It'll also help you send contracts, receive payments and all of that. So we'll go more in to systems and onboarding clients later this week, but I just wanted to kind of let you know what I'm talking about when I say a CRM. All right, so then the other thing you're gonna do as part of your business formation is choosing your services. And this is another place where I see a lot of virtual assistants get really overwhelmed. So there's a couple of ways that we can go about this. Um, again, if you've signed up for my Become a v 
VA five day series. Um, there's a huge, you know, comprehensive list of services that you can offer in a variety of different niches as a virtual assistant. So you could look at a list like that and decide, you know, this feels like something I can do. Um, this is something I'd like to learn to do um, and start to get a, a taste of that. Another great way that I think is, is a good way to start to discover what you could offer potential clients is to check out job ops, so job postings, either in like Facebook groups or on a freelancing platform platform like Upwork, start looking through those jobs, start seeing what people are needing from a virtual assistant and start like noticing, oh, that's a job I could do right now. Or that's a job I could do with a little extra training and a little extra research and start to notice what those services could be. And another option that I always like to, um, to definitely encourage virtual assistants to explore is going all in on a specialty from the start of their business. So if any of you guys have taken my Spotlight Your Specialty workshop, you'll know that I have a, a system and a method for choosing a specialty, going all in on it, and marketing it as your specialty from day one in your business. Still being able to um, offer other services behind the scenes, but having one specialty that allows you to stand out from the rest. So if you guys are interested in learning how to do that, I have, um, a really affordable workshop on how to do that at spotlightyourspecialty.com. It's just $17 and it's a, a workshop that'll take you through how to do that, how to market it, all of that. So really valuable and um, a great way to start your business. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. I need some water. <laughs> So then um, after you've kind of decided on your services, decided what you're gonna be offering as a virtual assistant, and I recommend keeping it really simple. You don't want a laundry list of services that you can offer. I usually recommend um, having one to three um, services that you're highlighting as a service provider, because if you're offering everything and marketing everything, you're going to just blend in with everyone else. So get clear on like those three things that you feel confidently that you can offer. And those are going to be kind of the, um, the pillars of your business and, and how you're going to start marketing. So then what I recommend, to help you get clear and to help other people get clear on what it is that you're offering, I recommend writing an elevator pitch. So an elevator pitch is just a simple one-line um, way that you can introduce yourself when you're networking, when you're writing your social media profiles, and when you're starting to market yourself that lets people know what you do, who you serve, and what the transformation is that you can provide. So the formula for that would be I help ideal clients achieve ideal clients' goal by your services. So that can look like I know, um, I think Myra was watching early, earlier, so I'll use her as an example. Um, she's a visibility um, specialist. Uh, she took Spotlight Your Specialty and niche down as a visibility specialist for coaches. And so her elevated pitch could be something like, I help coach, I think she says established coaches um, get more visibility or more eyes on their business um, by being featured on podcasts or by, you know, expanding their visibility. So it's a really clear way of, of sharing what a client can expect when they work from you and what that transformation that, that you provide is. So all of those, I know that's so much that we went over, but those kind of three 
or I guess it was four things. You're forming your business, getting those financial foundations, getting those legal foundations, um, and then choosing your services. Those are kind of the foundational pieces of your business that I want you to figure out, get in place before you ever move into creating a logo and building a website and going on social media. I want you to have these bricks down so that as you start building on top, like there's a solid foundation there. It's really important not to get ahead of yourself. And if you set deadlines for yourself, I promise you, you can have all of this in place in like two weeks. If you set deadlines, if you chunk it out and get it all in place. And of course, you know, it's always a little bit easier to get things in place when we have, um, when we have um, tools that can help us. And so I want to share with you guys a little bit about what we have inside the support squad membership that can help you to achieve some of these goals and help you get through some of these steps a little bit faster. So bear with me. I'm going to share my screen and let me get started. All right. So inside the support squad membership and for my support squad members in here, um, I know there's a lot of content inside the membership. So this this uh, it might help you figure out a little bit where to start. Um, today, I want to talk about the, the things inside the Support Squad membership that can help um, with launching your business. So you should be able to see this is the launch your business bundle. I have um, there's so much content inside the membership that I'm starting to create these bundles so that members always have somewhere to go. Um, depending on the specific phase of the journey that they're in because the the membership is ever evolving and it's meant to support service providers at every step of their journey so not just the beginning but into scaling their business all the way so it's always there for you you don't have to like jump around from membership to membership like the support squad membership is there to support you the whole way so i started to create these bundles and this one is the launch your business bundle and i want to take you through some of what's inside here. So um, first of all is the business foundations Trello board. This is where I always tell new virtual assistants to go first. Um, the virtual assistant or the, yeah, the virtual assistant business foundation Trello board, it breaks it all down for you step by step. So it's everything that you need to start your business and it shows you literally step-by-step step how to set it up. So for every step that I mentioned today, there's a card in that Trello board with resources inside to help guide you on where to go to get things done. And then what you can do is set deadlines for yourself and then check things off as you go. It's like such a satisfying and kind of effortless way to launch your business. I mean, you can take a VA course that would teach you all of this stuff, but having it all in like a little Trello board that you can easily work through and check things off is so incredibly helpful. Let me see. I want to make sure you guys can hear, see my screen. If you guys could give me just a heads up. There's like a little lag, I think, um, but I think we're all good. Um, so that, yeah, that business foundations Trello board is so, so helpful. Um, I'm going to stop Okay, so what I want to show you guys now is a video from one of our members um, talking about how the business Trello board helped her to launch her business. So she came in, she was ready, she knew she wanted to launch her business, but she didn't know 
White, how to get started. So this is what she's going to share how she got that done. So um, let me put that on for you guys now. The business Trello board uh, was probably the single biggest thing that helped me in getting launched. Um, I've been thinking about starting a business for years and I was never really sure what I wanted to do or really how I should go about doing it. So having that Trello board and actually putting dates in and giving myself deadlines and saying, this is when you're going to do it and you are going to do it, uh, really made all the the difference for me in getting my business off the ground. And I probably, I don't know if I would have gotten it done in a timely manner and if I'd be launched and have clients right now, if I, if I hadn't had that, um, support. So yeah, you can see it really makes a big difference to have like a specific action plan. And that's what makes the support squad membership a little bit different than like a VA course. Cause it's not just like go at your own pace. Here's a bunch of information. Good luck starting your business. It's like tools and resources that you can actually use to put in place to get started. And also of course the community and coaching aspects that go into it also help keep you on track. So I want to share a couple more of the resources resources that are going to help you launch your business. This is just a couple. I'm just going to go through this for a couple minutes, you guys. It's not too long, but just bear with me because there's some really fun stuff in here, especially for our members that are new. This will help you kind of know where to start if you, um, yeah, if you haven't started your business yet. So let me show you a couple more of these things. So yeah, this other resource we have, this is one of our guest expert trainings. It's from Romaine Brown Palmer, who is one of my, she's become like one of my good friends and she was one of our very first experts inside the support squad. And she's a, another VA coach and she shared a training on the 10 things that she wished she knew in the first year of her business. And you guys, the nuggets that she shares in this training will save you from so many missteps. And the other good thing to note about Romaine is that she was on track to make six figures in her business within just a few months of getting started. So when it comes to like who to go to to learn what to do in that first year of business, Romaine really has so much to share. And um, again, I'm going to share with you guys um, a quick video from uh, one of our members who loved this training. This is the last member video I'm going to share, but um, I wanted her to, to let us know how much she loved Romaine's training because it was so, so good. So let me share that for you guys real quick. Yeah, and the monthly expert trainings. I remember um, one of the first few guests that she had as part of the membership was Romaine Brown Palmer, who's a VA coach. And just her whole presentation was really what I needed um, to, because I was in the beginning stages of my business. So pretty much everything that she had presented was what I needed to hear to kind of take my business to the, the next step. Um, so all these trainings are so helpful and just applying it to your business um, was such, so helpful for me. So thank you, Erica, for sharing that. Um, and then let me just take you guys through a couple more of these resources for launching your business inside the membership. All right, so when it comes to like creating a, a, a financial foundations, this training from Danielle Hayden, she, she walks us through how to create a financial dashboard for our business so that we can track all the right metrics and make sure that we just always have a clear picture of our finances so that we feel confident and supported. And then as far as legal foundations, Lane Lyons shared all of the different kinds of contracts that we need, all of the different ways we need to legally protect our business and how 
how having those in place gives us that confidence to go after higher caliber clients and start to get more visible and, and, and things like that. And then of course we have contracts inside including a retainer contract that you can use with clients. So um, those are all some of the resources that we have to support your business as you're launching. And then of course our members get access to um, over 24 trainings from industry leaders. They get um, templates, guides, and resources. There is just a ton inside the membership. Um, there's all of the coaching call recordings plus new content every month, like our live group coaching calls, our guest expert workshops, our members only Facebook groups, there's new resources added each month, and there's accountability and support partners as an option for you inside the membership. And then VIP members also get access, lifetime access to the membership. They get enrollment in our um, support squad client matchmaking program. So I match members with potential clients. They get podcast guesting opportunities on my support squad podcast, and they have the opportunity to get paid by me for their resources. So I pay my members $150 when they uh, submit a resource to our resource library. So uh, you guys can still sign up and enroll. Enrollment ends this Friday at a at midnight basically and you can sign up at the support squad.com slash membership we only open a couple times a year so i hope you'll join us and to all my members that are watching thank you guys for joining we're going to be having so much fun um and and i'm going to be continuing to roll out these bundles so that you can start to work your way through the content based on where you are um, in your business so thanks guys for tuning in tomorrow is going to be awesome we are going to talk about uh, or for the rest of the week, we're gonna be talking about branding and marketing. We're gonna talk about how to find clients. Everyone's main question, everyone always asks, how do I find clients? We're gonna talk about how to build systems and processes to support your business. And we're gonna talk about how to onboard and communicate with your clients. So join me tomorrow and the rest of this week every day at noon, and I'm gonna be walking you guys through all this stuff. So thank you for joining me today, and I hope I see you tomorrow. Bye everyone. Yep. In case you hadn't heard, the support squad membership is open for enrollment, but you'll have to act fast. Enrollment closes this Friday at 11 PM central standard time, and we won't open again until this fall. So if you want to access the coaching training and resources inside the community, you should join now. There are two levels of investment with our monthly membership and the VIP membership. So you can enroll at whatever feels best for you right now. Act fast, act now. Go to thesupportsquad.com slash membership. That's thesupportsquad.com slash membership. I'll see you in there.